This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Student Leadership News Podcast. My name's Nadea, and with me today is Jack. Jack, how are you going? I'm going great, Nadea. How are you? I'm going great, thank you. I'm actually really excited because we're back again on the podcast and this is where we talk about great ideas from students all over the country and what student leaders have done not only at their schools but how they have impacted their wider communities and creative ideas that they've implemented at their school. Yeah, that's right. It's my favorite part of the week. I am really excited uh, to be a part of the podcast this week. Well, that's great. Now to start off this podcast, we're going to bring back a game that we used to run called Guess That Leader. Oh, very exciting. Now, Jack, I know you're familiar with this game. Yes, I am. for those who haven't heard what Guess That Leader is, essentially what's going to happen is I've already got a leader in mind and I've got some clues as well for Jack. Now, Jack can only guess what leader this is by locking in one answer. Yeah, I only get one answer. You do, you do. But I will keep giving you clues and... The goal is to try and use as little of the clues that I give you as possible in order to guess that leader. Yep. So if you're listening to the podcast, your aim is to try and beat me, correct? Exactly correct. Now, if you do beat Jack, you have to run up to a stranger if you're in public or if even if you're at school or at home and say, I beat Jack on the podcast. I beat Jack. But Jack, are you ready? Oh, yeah. I'm ready to go. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. All I, right. I feel like I know my, my leaders. I, okay. I'm ready to go. Okay. Challenge accepted. Well, to start off, Jack, your first clue is this leader was born in New Mexico on the 12th of January, 1964. Okay. Okay. Yes? Yeah. I, 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 I have an idea. Okay. All right. You know a lot of people born in New Mexico, I'm assuming? Uh, no, just, no? just the year. Okay. 1964. Okay, that's an odd year, but <laughs> you don't want to lock anyone in just yet. No, I, I, I feel to... I feel like I, I'm. it's better off. I want to give people a chance to beat okay, me. Okay, okay. You don't want to be too much. And I also don't want to get it wrong. That's also very true. Okay. So, yeah, let, let, give me the next clue. All right, your next clue is, they played an alien in the 2016 movie reboot of Star Trek and Beyond. What? So they were just an extra. They were somewhere in the background, okay. but they did play an alien in a movie before. That's throwing mm-hmm. me off a little bit. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thought it might have been someone, but maybe it isn't. So I, I, I really do have You're no idea. You're still not sure. No idea All who right. it is. Okay. I will give you another clue. Clue and number three. It is that this person started their first business when they were in high school. Yeah, okay. And it was an educational summer camp for fourth, fifth, and sixth graders. Okay, so they were. Okay, cool. So wait, that's what he start. Well, that's what this person started as is, as their first business. That was their very first business. Wow. They started in, it high, in school. high school. Yeah, uh, that's quite an impressive uh, start. Definitely, it is. definitely leading the way there. For sure. Um, I still don't know the answer. Um, okay, okay. Do you want to go on to the fourth clue? How many more clues do you have lined up? I have seven in total. Okay. I, I, I want to hear the next one. Okay. Um, I'm hoping that not too many people have guessed who it is already. <laughs> hoping um, not too many people have beat you already. Yeah. I wanted to give them a chance, but I still do want to beat the majority of people. So okay. g- give Take me the, the next clue. I'll, yeah, I am. <laughs> give me the next clue. I'll see if I can get it uh, with the next one. Okay. 
The next clue is the thing that he is well known for. So it is a male. Yeah. He started off in his garage when he was 30 years old. Okay. So started off whatever he's well known for in his garage when he was 30. Okay, that does narrow it down for me a little bit. Okay. Um, based on the last two clues, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of startups that have started in garages. Yes, uh, that's I, also very true. I know uh, from from the top of my memory, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure uh, Steve Jobs uh, okay. started Apple. Yeah. Uh, like it just started from a garage. Garage. Wow. Same with Microsoft and. Yep. Uh, Facebook was in a similar situation, not so much a garage, but okay. um, just like in the confines of uh, a university campus. Yeah, that's um, interesting. So, I had no idea. <laughs> so so that sort of does narrow down my guesses a little bit. So I have some ideas. It's probably uh, someone very entrepreneurial yep. um, in that realm. Well, of but, course, if you're starting a business in high school aimed at younger students. That's right. So <laughs> uh, I still haven't got it though. Give me... Yeah. I think, okay. I think I might be able to get it. I'll throw it, I guess, on the next one. All right. But then again, like even bands start in garages that's true like there's been so many well-known bands i can't name any off the top of my <laughs> head but there's been Definitely, so many that yeah. we started off my mom's garage and now we're here playing in front of you guys like thank you so much but maybe trying to throw me off there i don't think it's a band <laughs> it's definitely not <laughs> a band who started a business in their garage but your fifth clue is and i think this one will lock it in pretty well is earlier this year he announced he will step down from his current position as CEO. Okay. Yes, I, I do think I know who it is. And I feel like at this stage, this is the this is the clue that a lot of people will guess as yes. well. So this I is feel like, like kind of a giveaway. Yeah, I'll be on like the same level playing field. Okay. Well, if you guess before Jack, before this fifth clue was given, and Jack guesses it correctly, and you thought the same leader was that as well. You beat me. You have indeed beat Jack. But Jack, for everybody listening and for my own satisfaction as well, what is your guess for who this leader is? Is it is it Jeffrey Bezos? It is, in fact, Jeffrey Bezos. Yes. The, Very happy. The former CEO of yes, uh, Amazon. That is correct. And when I was researching Bezos, I was actually very, very interested in everything that he's gone through, how he started his business, how... At one point, he was announced the richest man in the world. Yep. And so many different, you know... I believe I believe he's still up there. He's number one or two oh, at the moment. Definitely. I know him and Elon Musk, another very rich person today. Mm-hmm. They're going toe-to-toe for the richest person yep. in the world at the moment. And how he's got like his own, you know, spaceships and everything. Yep, yep. And he's a very interesting man. But... Thank you so much for playing Guess the Leader with me, Jack. That was exciting. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to maybe one day playing it again. Yes, me too. Well, now in order to get this leadership podcast going, we're going to get into our top three stories. Three, two, one. Top three. That's right, our top three stories, which is basically where we give you guys a couple of stories that have been submitted by students all across Australia into student leadership news. And these are stories that can range from anything. There can be fundraisers, events that they've held at your school, things that you've done outside of your school. But Jack, I believe you have our first story for today. I do have the first story as part of our top three And it is from St. Aidan's School in Brisbane. Now, 
we were just talking about uh, Jeffrey Bezos, who, who, who who's a leader and, you know, sort of set set the um, the tone in sort of his realm uh, mm-hmm. with Amazon, started Definitely. something massive. Um, now, this person, uh, that the, the school has a club at, mm-hmm. uh, at St. Aidan's and they've named it after a very famous person as well, who sort of... Um, sort of set the mark and was a leader in their in their own okay. industry, and uh, that was Mary Curie. Uh, I'm All right, apologize I'm not if familiar I... with Mary. What what realm was this in? Uh, in science. Okay, so, okay. Uh, so she's she, a scientist. Yeah, she was All a scientist, right. um, and so yeah, she did a lot to do with science. Sort of led the way. Um, she she died almost a century ago. So. Uh, she's she was around a, a long was, time ago. That was a while ago. <laughs> so yeah, and back then that was when all the cool scientific stuff was being discovered. Yeah, like um, electricity and all those things. Yeah, I don't know if she had anything to do with electricity, but yeah, okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so these students they started a club called the Marie Curie Club, and uh, the the students they gather at lunch times and uh, they focus on engaging with science, just like. Mary Curie did. Yep. And uh, so these students, they recognized, hey, we have an interest in science. Let's, you know, let's put it into action. Let's have okay. some fun. So they would oh. gather on lunch times. They would uh, meet, do different things with science. But uh, I want to particularly focus on uh, one story okay. uh, where they, they started uh, preparing fermented tea. Fermented tea. Yes. Now, I know it may sound <laughs> gross. It definitely does, but... The fermented tea, the final result that they would get, it's a two-week-long process yep. uh, using a growth called a SCOBY. I don't know if you've yes. heard of that before. Yes. So that the final result ends up being kombucha. Oh, I'm a big fan of kombucha. I love it to bits. Some kombuchas out there are a bit iffy. Yep. Wouldn't recommend them, but are you a fan of kombucha? Uh, I am not a fan of kombucha. No, no. not at all. I'm not one of the people to jump on, uh, you know, the health craze. I know a couple of years ago, kombucha was massive. And it I was. Would, it popped off. And I, I'm happy to stick to, you know, soft drink <laughs> and like normal orange juice or something Fair like enough. that. Just, just very normal drinks. But anyway, these students, uh, the so they made the kombucha and they made like different flavors of that. But what they okay. also did was cultured uh, the SCOBY into large flat sheets. Right. And after drying, the result becomes uh, what is called SCOBY leather. No way. Yeah, which students made into into coin purses. So SCOBY leather, the material, is also a sustainable alternative to normal leather that comes from cows. Wow. Yeah. So not only did these students, you know, have a lot of fun, made some kombucha for their enjoyment, I hope. I know I don't enjoy it. You do. So, <laughs> but uh, I definitely join. <laughs> I'm sure they enjoyed their kombucha. And then... Uh, they also got to help out the environment, help out the cows, save yes. the cows, <laughs> and, uh, you know, create a sustainable alternative to normal leather and have that scoby leather that they could use. I love that idea. And I love how they not only just, you know, use the scoby for their kombucha, for the fermented tea, but they thought of how they can use that and actually make something else and turned up doing this amazing project making leather yeah. from a scoby. Yeah, it, it is a really amazing uh, epic. amazing result. Well, my story, we're going to jump across the border, go on to Western Australia. Okay. Now, when you're a student leader, Jack, you're often in charge of organizing big events. That's yeah. one of the main parts of leadership. Yep. Or you've got things like weekly announcements that you have to do in front of your school, maybe at assemblies or just small jobs here and there that you get to help out your school and take that leadership role on. 
Now, students at Great Southern Grammar School in Albany, Western Australia, they wanted to take their leadership to the next level. They wanted to not only serve in their school, but serve outside their school into their wider community yeah, as great. well. And we talk a lot about this on the podcast, we how do. you can influence your school, but also take that and implement it outside of your school yeah. into your community. Some of my favorite stories come from schools that not only did something within their own school, but also stepped out into the wider community yeah. and tried to make an impact uh, there. Exactly. Now, these students, throughout the entire year, the Year 7 students have ventured off campus to help out in their local community. So it's not just a once-off thing students do. It's yeah, okay. something they do regularly throughout the year. Yeah, that's great. And one week, the students decided they wanted to go to Gill Creek Scout Camp to lend a helping hand. Yeah, cool. So all students during one day at school, they met at the school bus, hopped on and traveled to their destination. Now, even though you're going out to serve other people outside of your community, you can still make your trip to that destination fun in your school bus. Get a speaker, get somebody to play some good music, have a sing-along, have a good party before you actually get to the working part. Now, when these students got to their destination, they split up into different groups because they were helping to clean up the gardens over yeah, there. Yeah, great. So students would get there, split up into groups. Some people would go out and lay mulch all in the gardens. So they have massive buckets full of mulch and the students would just be throwing it all over, having a bit of fun, spraying it all over the gardens over there. And some even cleared fallen branches. So you'd have these like massive trees, massive branches laying around everywhere. And of course, you'd have a couple people trying to pick up these branches. Don't want to hurt anyone. Don't want no injuries there while we're picking up the trees. And if you want to see a couple of these photos, there are heaps on student leadership news. But Essentially, what these students wanted to do is just help in any way they can. And the huge amounts of mulch that they laid all around was actually donated by a local business called Barrett's Tree Services. So they even got businesses from their community help and support them while they were helping and supporting others. So it was like a whole flow, a whole circle cycle of helping people around them and in their community. I love that. I love hearing stories about uh, students that are able to get out into the wider community um, and not just stay within the confines of their school and just be involved with the students. You know, students can just go out and into the community and just as a school group help. But as you've just said with these students, they got businesses involved as well in, in their local area and I've got different people in the community involved. So it really becomes not just a school project, but a community project, which I really love. Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't even their own school garden. It was somebody else's and it didn't personally benefit them, but they could see the impact and the change it had in their community. And that obviously, you know, encourages them to keep doing it and keep doing it. And all the younger students seeing that as well, it gets them excited to reach that leadership level. And then they get to do these fun school excursions as well. Yes, that's right. Absolutely fantastic story today. Thank you for sharing that. I'm going to share our third and final story as part of our top three uh, for this episode. And this comes from Cosgrove High School. Now, uh, at this school, the story focuses, uh, the story I'm going to be telling focuses on one student, their school captain, Ahmed. Now, Ahmed, uh, he has a bit of a unique story. So he uh, grew up in Mm -hmm. Ethiopia. And when he was eight years old, he then moved to Sudan for uh, a couple months. Mm -hmm. 
and then moved to Egypt and spent some time there, spent a couple years in Egypt and uh, finally was able to migrate to Australia. Wow, that's a lot of moving yes. as a child. And and when Ahmed made it to Australia, uh, he didn't speak much English. And okay. so uh, he started at Cosgrove High School, not really, uh, you know, knowing Australia, not really knowing how to speak English. Yeah. Um, I can imagine it, it could be a tough time. You know, I have no idea what that would be like, but I imagine it would be a tough time. And yeah, that'd be very difficult. But Ahmed overcame some of the challenges and he ended up becoming the school captain wow. three, three years well down the done. track. Well done, impressive. So he's now the school captain at, at, at Cosgrove High School. And uh, during his time at the school, he started to notice some racist comments from mm-hmm. other students, not just towards him, but also towards other migrant students that had come into the school. And so he saw this and decided he needed to, to make a change in the school. So yeah. he and, so, and some other students, in, other migrant students in the school, they gathered together and they started working on a plan on how they could stamp out racism at their school. Wow. And so Ahmed said this about, about the plan. He said, we told our stories, how we got to Australia and what it meant for us. And then we, th- we then had a pledge that they sign, a promise that I will stop racism. He then said, I feel really welcome and uh, I feel welcome and really, really part of my school community now. Once you share your story with them, they will open up really quickly and they will share their story with you. Yeah, wow. What I really love about this story is Ahmed saw a need, not just a personal need, not Mm -hmm. just something that he benefited from. He did, but not just something that it was just him. He saw that it was affecting other students' lives as well. And so he went out and... Uh, he tried to make a change for the better and not just help the students that were suffering as well from uh, all these racist comments that might have been thrown yep. around, but also helping the students that you know were sort of throwing them around to help them understand more. Because like he said, once he started to share his story, these other students, they really started to open up and they were a lot kinder to him. Yeah, exactly. It gives other students a perspective and a different insight of what these students who have moved to Australia are experiencing and what it's actually like and it gives them just a different insight of oh this is how they're feeling that's what they've been going through I can actually see and understand that and racism is a really tough topic to talk about so well done to these students who actually decided to tackle that challenge and like you said had a great outcome as well yeah that's right and if you want to read more about Ahmed's uh, story you can head to student leadership dot news uh where we post all our fantastic stories um and there's a link at the bottom uh which uh, goes to an abc news article which i read into a little bit yep. and it tells uh, more of ahmed's uh, like full life story wow. which I, is a great read so would recommend that as well that is great well those are our top three stories for this week thank you so much for joining me on this podcast thanks Jack. for having me If you guys are interested in listening to more of our podcasts, make sure you go check those out. And if you have a story of your school, make sure you send that in as well here on this podcast. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll end up sharing it on the podcast. Definitely. We'd love to hear what everybody is doing during this time of the year, what you're getting up to at school. But that's it for us. Thank you for joining once again, and we will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news.